Hello, yummy mummies. Welcome to Beyond the Bump, a podcast brought to you by Jade Caldwell and Sophie Pierce. This podcast is targeted at mums, mums to be, and women in general. And gents, feel free to have a listen too. It's a place to have real discussions and ask real questions, no matter how hard, with honest and authentic people. The aim is to have you feeling lighter, more supported, and more understood after every listen. Now, we can't promise that it will always be kept PG, so please be mindful around little ears. Here we go. Alrighty, so in our first episode, it's just us, Jade and I, um, and it's an opportunity for us to introduce ourselves and for you guys to get to know the voices that you'll hopefully listen to on a regular basis. Um, Warning, we did a bit of a practice before and not even we could tell our voices (laughs) apart. So basically, you're screwed. Um, So yeah, at the start, we'll try and remind you who is who along the way because, yeah, we sound pretty similar. So, um, yeah, Jade's just going to start off asking me a few things. Um, Go. Sure, Soph. Well, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) Pleasure. First question, how old are you? I am. I turned 28 last week. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Did I say happy birthday? I'm not sure. Well, Probably birthday. not. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, 28. Okay. Um, where are you originally from? Yes, yeah, so I grew up in Melbourne. I was born in Melbourne and lived there till I was 19 years old. So I lived in an area called Bayside, which is near the beach in Melbourne. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't know if I've heard of that. Is your and dog, I live in Melbourne. Does your dog need to go inside? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you have one daughter, Poppy. Yep. And currently pregnant mm-hmm. with another little bun. Yes. Will you find out the sex or? No, we're not finding out. We didn't find out with Poppy. Um, and we, as much, like uh, towards the end, I got a bit impatient, but we loved not knowing. Mm. And to me, I'm kind of like, what is, what is a gender? Like, I don't, I don't personally think that knowing a gender makes you any more prepared totally for not. what's coming. You know, you can have a chilled girl baby, a chilled boy baby. You can have a chilled I mean, you can have a colicky girl baby, you can have a colicky boy baby. I don't think that it necessarily gets you prepared, but I get why people do it. I think it was also wise of us not to find out with our first as well because we're not particularly pink people. Like we don't (laughs) dress poffy in very girly things. And I think, um, yeah, for anyone out there with a neutral palette, I would say don't find out what you're having the first time because it's always when you get the most gifts and then you'll just get unisex, neutral, totally. um, cute newborn stuff. So no one was able to gift us tutus or frilly things because no one knew we were having a girl. So, yeah, we're not we're not finding out this time either. And I just think no matter how smoothly your day goes, it's intense and there's no... It was just the best, not knowing and then finding out once she was here. And um, It's interesting you say that because I'm the opposite to you. I have to know what I'm having. And the first time it was because I was impatient. The second time because I was thinking maybe it's a boy. And the third time I felt if this is our last, I need to know because if I don't, I sort of just need to wrap my head around, you know, who 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 it is. Yeah. And I get a really nice, um, it's weird because you don't know them, but you have a bond, you start saying their name or That's or the she. only thing I hate saying it. Yeah. 
So I try and say they or yeah. Bubba or Baby or we don't really have a nickname this time. With Poppy, I, we called her Schnitty because all I wanted to eat all day yes. was chicken schnitzels. <laughs> <laughs> so this one technically should be called Ham and Cheese Croissant, but Yum. that doesn't quite have the same ring to it. Um, but um, I do feel weird saying it. Yeah. That's the only time that I'm like, oh, poor thing. But it's okay. It'll all be good. But do you like do you feel like it got you prepared? No. Not no. at all. But, but you're glad you've do when, you, any regret for finding out? No, no regret. No. I never have a regret. I feel like everything in my life, there is no regret because I learned from it. Oh, or, good. you know, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um I yeah, I'm just not good with surprises. I hate someone surprising me for my birthday yeah. or giving me a present that I'm unaware mm. of. I mean, my husband, feel free to do it whenever. <laughs> but Random flowers are encouraged. Random. But, yeah, I'm a very awkward person when Which it comes Which is funny because I hate surprises. If someone calls me and I don't know what the context of the phone call is, that makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, don't call me. Don't call me full stop. <laughs> text me. Just text me. <laughs> no, but yeah, I am the same. Like if I if I know there's a surprise coming, that makes me really uncomfortable. I can't open presents in front of people. No. Um, oh God, we're gonna be fun. Oh, yeah, Just we're, bloody we're anxious treat, bundles of mess. <laughs> All right, you're getting off topic. Sorry, sorry. Next That's question. The whole point. Oh yeah, true. You're a doctor. Yes. I what, guess. <laughs> what what kind? And if you say brain surgeon, I quit. Okay. Well, no, it would take a lot to be a neurosurgeon by the time you were 28 um, <laughs> while nearly popping out two children in the meantime. So I, um, yeah, so after school, I, it's actually the reason I moved up here was because I um, applied to medicine all over Australia um, and got in at a university on the Gold Coast. Um, and yeah, so I did my medical degree there and I, um, finished that in 2015. So I would have been 24 ish. Um, and then I worked for two years as a junior doctor in a local hospital here. And then very conveniently, um, as I started maternity leave, my second year contract ended there. So I've basically done my junior doctor training. So yep. I'm basically at the part, um, like I don't know if you watch Grey's Anatomy or one of those shows, like I'm at the part where you generally start decide, you know, am I going to be a GP? Am I going to yep. start going down a specialist path? Um, but so you- I'm actually at a quite a funny point right now where I don't miss it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll go back to it. And I think some, some people are really understanding of that. And some people are super like, why did but you, you study for did you so start long? The profession? Why did you want to go into it? I think, I think I had different priorities and different, I think I had a like rose colored glasses, outlook on what it was going to be like when I, my dad's an obstetrician, my brother's like in obstetric training right now oh wow um yeah and um but they my parent and my mum used to be a nurse and that they never pressured me to go down a medical path but I think it was just something that I had interest in because it's what I'd been around and when I was at um uni I was like you know, I, I want to have a big family, but I also want to be an obstetrician and I love it. And still to this day, it's my favorite, you know, women's health and 
gynecological issues and yeah. obstetric things. They're still my favourite part of medicine. Um, and, yeah, when I was at uni I was like, yeah, I'm going to have all these children but I'm also going to be an obstetrician and I can do it all and woman empowerment. But I've got to the point now where I don't want to do it all. I don't actually want to do it all. I can do it all if yeah. I wanted to do it all, but I don't, don't want to. to do it all. I, I can you take want... your glasses off? I need to see your eyes. Oh, sorry, that's right. Keep We're going. not bonding properly. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I've just got to this point where I'm like, no, I I really want to mother really well. Yeah. And I, some people can be a specialist doctor and still mother really, really well. I'm not saying that, but I just don't know that that's for me. Fair enough. You want yeah. to put your whole heart especially, into this job. Especially this time before they start school, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So, um, and I'm just kind of learning. Like I think I got into medicine because I really wanted that, you know, it sounds cliche, but like to help people. But I'm learning like. There's so many ways to help, help people. people and, you know, have a positive impact on this world without maybe, yeah, my family having to sacrifice time with me for that. So you just there you go. There's a very long You just wanted to see George Clooney in the yard, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was, that? what was that called? <laughs> Unfortunately, no, I never came across okay. him. <laughs> Might get there. No. Um, <clears throat> you have a, a very <clears throat> good-looking husband, Nick. Thank you. I think so. Nice name too. That's what we bond over, good-looking husbands called We Nick. do. Yeah. We do. What does he do? Yeah, so he um, he has two cafes, um, one of which he's had for about 10 years. Um, I'll give it – can I give him shout-outs? You or, can, or does well, he have to pay us money he, before it, I give him shout-outs? It does have to be sponsored, but <laughs> Sorry, Nick, we'll send you the invoice. Mm. Um, so he's got a cafe on the Gold Coast called – Blackboard, which is next to Bond Uni where I studied, um, which is where I actually met him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like the hot barista there. So that's how I met him. Um, and he also now has a cafe in Casuarina, which is just south of the Gold Coast called Tucker. Um, that his... makes damn good coffee. Yeah, really. Continue. Continue. So, yeah. So yes. speaking of, yes. great segue, mm-hmm. his main gig is that he roasts coffee. Mm. So he, um, yeah, has wholesale customers and supplies his own cafes with the coffee that he roasts and his which super called... passionate, which is called Blackboard yeah, yeah. Coffee. Um, and, yeah, he's super passionate about, yeah, ethically sourced coffee and going to the main farms that he gets coffee from to make sure that, you know, their living and working conditions are good. And, yeah, he loves it. Awesome. So, yeah. Does he have an Instagram account? Blackboard Coffee. Okay. There we go. There we go. You're welcome, Nick. Um, if you could only bring three items with you when giving birth, and this is to say it's not a home birth, um, what would they be? Like for the actual birth or after the birth? It doesn't matter. What if you um, okay. were dropped on an island and you needed three things pre, post or after? Wait. Pre, <laughs> during, <laughs> pre, during or post? Yeah. What would they be? Okay. All right. Well, I like most mothers, I think, I took way too oh, much with me. Don't even start. I think the stress if you're pregnant right now and are stressed about what you're taking, just don't even let it be a stressor. At the end of the day, if you've forgotten something, someone can bring something in and there's so little you need in that time. And, okay, so uh, during my birth, 
Does does my husband count as yeah. one? Oh God. Well, he'll be that God. He takes up a whole one. I I, okay, I wouldn't have mine. Oh well, I'd have mine. He's the He'd only. Be out. He, my husband is Jesus. the only person, like friend, relative, okay. etc., that I had there with me, and he was amazing. Can I say one thing? If you. So Nick and I, when we were pregnant, we did a calm birthing course yeah. at about 28, 30 weeks. And before that, being medical, yes. I was like, I don't need to do a course like that. I know what happens in your body. Nick came along to my appointments, had really no idea what we were talking about, but nodded along and was like, oh, yeah, Sophie's medical. She knows what's yeah. happening, da, 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 da. We did this course and Nick, all of a sudden, it went from being my pregnancy to our pregnancy. It went from my birth to being our birth. It went from him wanting to stay at my shoulders and above to going, if there's no complications, like I'm delivering this baby with my hands. It was just such a turning point for us and it gave him such a purpose on the day. And so... Yeah, at the end of the day, he was just like such a rock. But I think that he was so guided and helped by knowing what his purpose is. Yeah. Um, because I think it can be an awkward day for the partner. They don't have these hormones surging. They, like, and, I'm not saying woe is them. Like, still woe is us. But, <laughs> but so much woe is I'm us. I'm still saying the day is more hectic for us. But I think that you know they don't have these hormonal surges that we have. They're, well, they're watching their partner go through a really foreign experience. Um, and you know, especially if they do have like a. Pre- protective side like that's hectic to watch um so I think that yeah if you're preg if you're pregnant something I would totally look into and I didn't find it too wishy-washy fuddy duddy super alternative like I really connected with a lot of the stuff they had and I had a really great birth so anyway so Nick there you go there's one I'll take him with me still maybe Um, we can put the um the place that you did the calm birthing yeah, so it's called, it's called, it's actually called Calm Birthing. We'll, we'll write it in at the yeah, end. Yeah, but so it is called Calm Birthing, but they've got courses all over Australia. Um, yeah, so I'll take him, a really good set of pyjamas. Um, I had 90s. I don't know why mm. I took 90s. You need a button-down top so you can get your new massive tatas out easily and ones that have a nice, gentle waistband so a good pair of them honestly I took so many toiletries like toiletries I would never even use at home like I was like why did I all of a sudden think I was going to exfoliate I barely exfoliate on like a week at (laughs) home why did I bring my hair straightener I didn't actually I was proud of myself that was one thing I I didn't bring my hair straightener do not take your hair straightener or dryer um can I say one thing yeah I'm gonna add your third one in okay because I'm sure you may agree and if you don't you will after this child when I was in hospital yeah. with um, Yumi. So Jade has three girls, Sorry. by the way. We'll yeah. get to me, but I'm butting yeah. in. Um, you'll get used to that. Three, um, yeah, so I had Yumi. My girlfriend next to me um, told me about these um, undies that have mm. the pads in them. Are they? Eco-friendly. Yeah. They are. And you just wash them. 
Well, no. These oh. ones are reusable, right. but they're, uh, I'm not sure if they're organic, but they're definitely like, you yeah. know. You know when you go to the hospital, they give you those hideous little stretchy little teeny things. I love those mango skin yeah. undies. But then they give you this massive pad yeah. and it falls out. Oh. Yeah. And if you've had a natural birth, there's a yeah. lot of blood afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these keep you all intact. You can literally ah. keep your legs open and you're not scaring people when they yeah, come in. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah, you can... You can switch the pads if you want to or you can, oh. yeah, it's awesome. Can we find out what they are? And I will we'll find link them out. as well. Oh, and I would say, actually, no, another oh, thing, no. another thing I would say in general, even if you're not getting those. Um, you can get them from Woolies, but go on. Those undies is I would say to take your own pads with you. Oh, totally. I feel like their pads are as though you're having a, a, a normal brick. flow yeah. and it's like, no, I just birthed a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Take your own with you. Okay, there's my three. Wow. You're How welcome. glamorous that the third was yes. pads. Yes. But anyway, there you go. It's an essential. My next one would be why did you want to do this podcast? Yeah, so we've been having discussions around this. Um, yes. And so I'll, it kind it, so it came about I did a podcast um, a few maybe, yeah, a couple of months ago um, with Tweed Coast Scoop, which is a um, just local, uh, local lady in the area who interviews people about local businesses and she interviewed me. Um, I run our Airbnb. Um, which is? Grounds of Cavarita. And she interviewed me about that and I was so scared to listen to myself afterwards and when I finally did listen to it I was like oh like I didn't sound that bad and that was really liberating and like people listened to it and were actually interested in it and um Brooke who runs it was like oh this is something that you should consider doing because you were quite natural at it and I was like okay yeah that's something to think about and then um and then but the main reason that I wanted to do it for mums is that I feel like I mean, there's so much information out there for mums already, but I just feel like if there was one thing we could do that could, you know, make a part of your day like a little bit more lighthearted or feel feel like you're not alone in something you're going through or just I think there's so many people on Instagram and stuff that are going, you know, like I'm real and... I don't show all the perfect stuff and like it's not all perfect but then all they show is perfect mm. stuff and I think that can also or sometimes be more harmful than good because it's like okay so that's the bad part of your day that you're showing but really it's filtered and and yeah, still just looking amazing and yeah. yeah so I was just like I, yeah, it can be a really stressful journey for some for many and I just thought oh if if something we talked about or someone we interviewed or, yeah, a topic we discussed could make someone feel heard or understood or, yeah, not alone, not isolated, I I just think that could be really, really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and I also am a really difficult person to get to shut up and I am a chronic oversharer and I ask people questions probably too soon after meeting them that you probably shouldn't ask. And I was like, how cool if we can make that an official forum <laughs> and I can have an excuse for it and give it a name. That's great. Yeah. I think also um, I completely agree with everything yeah. that you've said. 
Well, I'm one of those people that I, yeah, I don't ask someone how they are or I don't respond how I am unless, like, if you ask me how I am, I'm going to tell you how I am. And if I ask you how you are, I'm genuinely asking you how you yeah. are. I don't think our society is so quick going, good and you, good, yeah. great, keep walking. Yeah, I'll always have um, answer. Yeah, and so, yeah. Yeah. What will the listeners get out of it, do you think? Um. Well, I hope. First and Patience. foremost, a laugh. Uh, like I hope that they find it entertaining. Like we, I, think, I mean, we're going to discuss some <clears throat> well, we think serious we're hysterical. So yeah, I mean, let's hope the others, the, the yeah, our husbands do. don't agree, but I'm sure you'll <laughs> all agree. Um, but yeah, like even when we just, oh god, are you? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, is that in your lung? I am so sorry. <laughs> That was so unintentional. <laughs> I just choked on water and it went down the wrong hole. And all the and you nearly smashed all of the, the glass. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad we decided to do this outside and not inside. <gasps> Continue. Jesus. Um. Sorry. God, talk about taking over. <laughs> um. You'll get your turn soon. You don't have to choke yourself in the you meantime. Um. What was your question? Um, oh, what will people get out of this? Yeah. And I'd said a laugh and then you went and died on air. Um, yeah, I think a laugh, even when we're talking about serious things, I hope it's, you know, relatable and still entertaining in that weird way. Um, yeah, feel less alone. I hope people learn things and I hope, like, the ultimate thing would be if we could just make like one part of being a mother a little bit easier. Yeah. A little bit less daunting. A little bit lighter. A little bit lighter. I love that lighter. Lighter. So I feel beautiful. lighter already just saying that. Lighter. Lighter. Yeah, that's nice. Do you want to feel like lighter? That. Always. Hmm. Um the croissants you laid out in front of me maybe <laughs> haven't helped with that. But, um, but yeah, so, yeah, no, yeah, definitely the number one thing that I want people to get is just to find things that little bit easier. Yeah, great. Yeah. Well, look forward to more episodes to come with you. I hope so because hmm. you've kind of signed up for that. I have. Jade's already won Employee of the Month even though there's only two of us because I was late. Mm. But... Can I say I was also late because there was literally a traffic jam of cows on your driveway. Like yes. no warning, I no. rock up and there's like 10 there. cows across her driveway. And then I get up here and there's this beautifully laid out platter. So yes. employee of the month already, yes. well done. Don't say I don't do anything for you. No, I never would. Mm. Um, so your turn. Okay. Okay. So... um. Well, do you want to just intro who are you? Good question. Like if you were to say Good who you question. are in kind of a, a sentence or so, who are you? Okay. In a sentence, who or am so. I? I'm a mother of three beautiful little girls, Mia, Billy and Yumi, and I live in Byron Bay on a farm with my husband and those three little girls. And those 10 cows Sophie just mentioned. And how many dogs? Two dogs plus one. Yeah, there's definitely there's three. I can yeah, see there's three, three okay, right there's now. Three, there's three dogs. Two are actually mine though, so okay. Um, how old are the girls? The girls are Mia six. Mia, Billy is 
nearly five, about to turn five. So they're 16 months apart and little Yumi is six months old. Amazing. And she's asleep right now, so she might, may or may not wake up and join yeah, us. So little darling. Great. And um, why, well, I mean, we've touched on it a bit, but why did you want to do this podcast? Because my kids' label didn't work out. Just kidding. Did you start one then? No, I never, no. I never did that. I looked into it. I'm sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure what happens is you give birth and two weeks later something in your brain goes, I think I'm going to start a kid's label. Mm. Honestly, I mm. just think that is just what mm. happens. Mm. I'm not that creative in that sense, so it never went there for me. Yeah. But here we are now here and you are. never know what. Having a chat one day and you wanted to interview, you wanted to interview me about how fabulous I am and I got so carried away with ideas and thinking all the things, you know, we as mothers talk about, think about and do um, and also tend to shy away from because socially it's either too embarrassing or maybe it's something no one will understand. Um, and I guess from there I begged you to let me join you. Mm. <laughs> Look, mainly the thing is I I want our podcast to be a place where people listen and feel leaving lighter, like we've mentioned before. I want to interview the real people, asking the real questions, no matter how hard they may be to answer. And overall, if you and I can make just one person feel good after listening, whether that be you or me, <laughs> then our work here is done. The one person that <laughs> listens, hopefully, they leave. Or yeah. one person listens and they leave feeling heavier. Yeah. Then our job is not done. No, it's not done. That's funny. No, that's good. Because yeah. I remember at a very similar time you came to me and were like, I don't even know what it is, but I feel like we should do something together. Yeah. And I was like, funny. And like, you know, we were like, oh, is it product based? Is it what? And I was like, funny you say that. Like, I'd love to interview you for a podcast. Oh my gosh. Holy hell. We're here with the wildlife. Lee, of, get the bird. A small get the bird, magpie type thing has joined us. <laughs> All right. Far out. It's all happening here. We're in the wilderness. We are. We are. We're keeping it real. Jesus. I hope we didn't blow anyone's speakers with oh, that. Sure. Okay, sit down, guard dog. You've done your job. <laughs> um, all right. Well, okay, so tell us briefly about you pre-children, like where you grew up, how would you describe your childhood, what brought you to Byron? Slow down. I don't want to do one at a time. Look, okay. are you firing multiple questions all at once? Yeah, sorry. I'm um, struggling to remember my name. Sorry, I forgot you have three children and one of them is only like six months old. Um, so tell, like pre-children. Sure. Well, so you grew up on the Mornington Peninsula, you said? I did. And um, my childhood was, it was nice. Yeah. I'm an only child. So I oh. spent a lot of time playing Monopoly by myself with my soft toys. Yeah. Don't feel too sorry for me because no. I always won. No, well, you, you would have been spoiled, I'm sure. Yeah. I was spoiled in love, which yeah. is, I think, the oh, most important good. thing. Yeah. I spent a lot of time with my grandparents' um, school holidays and after school because my parents both worked full time. Yeah. So that was really special. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I had a really good childhood. We did a lot of, um, you know, Camping and fishing and, uh, you know, a lot of family time. Um, and, like, and so I'd say you have, like, now with three kids, like you would have, like, 
slightly on the larger sized family like did you always want a bigger family than you had I always wanted a brother or sister yeah my parents had me when they were young and my mum is the oldest of five yeah so to her I think a bigger family was the last thing she had on her cards and and I I guess being an only child either wanted a brother or sister or wanted a bigger family. Yeah. Um, did I want three kids? I don't know. I don't know. If... <laughs> Do you want three kids now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do I want my family? No. I, I, I love kids. Yeah. I don't like a lot of other people's kids yeah. and I, that sounds really mean. No, I think but isn't like, that most people. Yeah, yeah. I like my kids, thankfully. Um. But, yeah, I think I wanted either – I definitely wanted more than two because I wanted them to have someone to hang out with all the yeah. time. I'm not saying I was lonely and deprived. Yeah. But I was lonely and deprived. I, I yeah. you know, I I wanted to always do something with someone and school holidays, you know, I would often um, – yeah, just wish that I had someone the same age that was. Yeah, for sure. I think that's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. What brought you to Byron? My husband. Okay. My dear husband. D-H. Is he from Victoria? No. No. He's from Byron Bay, born and bred. Just ask right. him. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. He's one of the only ones that's from this area. And he'll tell you. (laughs) He's not a (laughs) blow-in. He's not a blow-in. So what, like you did long distance and then moved Um, on? Yeah, basically we met on wonderful social media. Oh. Mm -hmm. And we. Instagram? No. No. Go back a little bit more. Dig deeper. MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. Get out. Yes, yes. And it was through a mutual friend who's my best friend, Tyson, and he apparently said, and Nick hates this story, um, and let's just clear something up right now. My husband's real name is Nick, but his actual nickname is Harry. So you'll probably hear me say Nick, Harry, Nick, Harry. It is the one man. And please tell the listeners why he's called <laughs> Harry. Because when he was in high school, he read a lot of Harry Potter. So he named himself Harry and etched a little um, scar into his head like Harry Potter. And I think that maybe even for this podcast it would be easier because this is Sophie speaking now and my husband is also Nick. Maybe it's easier if we just call him. We'll call him Harry. Harry. Yeah, we'll call him Harry. Because now that we've worked out that we talk much the same and We don't want to have the same husbands. No. I mean, I mean, I'd, I wouldn't yeah, mind yours. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, back on track. And we do not swing no. just yet. Um, <laughs> just yet. Um, so basically we met through MySpace and I didn't know what he looked like. I just spoke to him like back and forth ranting mm. about, you know, random stuff. But you had pictures of MySpace. Yeah, no, but you? I never looked at his profile because I just, I know, I just didn't. I was just like, oh, yeah. It was just a really casual like, oh, do you like Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, things like that. ASL. Real, real deep, deep, yeah, good questions. Um, 
And then one day, this we, we spoke for about two months or three months. And then I said, I'm going to America for my 21st because I hate surprises and I'd rather be away for it and enjoy yeah. with my mum and dad. Um, and he said, well, funny you say that. I'm actually there as well. Do you want to meet up? And he was leaving the night I was landing. So I said, why don't you meet me? Um, at my hotel lobby mm. at 11 a.m. Yeah, sounds ra- <laughs> raunchy, doesn't it? Mm. And um, well, I thought you were going to say airport, so the hotel lobby sounds a lot more yeah. <laughs> raunchy than yeah. the airport. Just wait. Oh. And um, we'll meet. So I went downstairs, waited. I was playing. I was only 20 at the time, so I was playing my little Nintendo DS. I was so nervous, thinking, oh, my God, I've never met this guy. Mm. And um, prior to this, cut a few weeks, um, extend a few more weeks, I then did look at his profile and went, okay. I was going to say what a pleasant yeah. surprise when he rocked yes, up. Yeah, that was quite nice. Yeah. We'll continue this conversation mm. in person. And we met up and he walked in, as silly as it sounds, he took my breath away. Aww. We spent the whole day in Disneyland Oh. He picked me a flower. He held my bag. He's never oh. done that again, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, you only but have to do it. But he pulled out all the moves. You only have to do it on the first day, <laughs> That's right? That's it. Yeah. That's it. He sucked me right in. And then I had five weeks um, traveling with my parents and my girlfriend, Jenna. And then I landed in Melbourne. The next day, he flew down and he never left. He lived down there? He literally flew down and he never left. He, How old was he? He was, he's two years younger than me, so he was um, 18. Wow. Yep. He just gradually had a few more things. He'd go at home, bring another bag down, bring another bag down, and then. That's like leaving the toothbrush in the bathroom, yes, but like a whole nother yes, level. He left a few things. Wow. Yeah. And then how long till you moved up here? Well, then we were in Melbourne for five years and we travelled uh, extensively all over the world on Mm. and off in vans for six months. Mm. We did the Trans-Siberian from Mm. China to Russia. Yeah, wow. Um, We did Europe, I think, three times. Um, Yeah, we've, yeah, we've, we know. We've got a high fly, which is really cultural and worldly. Um, Just ask me about travelling with kids and then you'll, you'll really know. I think we'll do it. I think that's its own episode. I know. Yeah. Hectic. But anyway, um, then after five years, little Mia came into our world and she was six months old and he said there's no better place to live than Byron yeah. Bay. We're going home. It's my turn. So yeah. we've been here now for about um, well, nearly five years. Yeah. And um, I'd never leave. Yeah. It's the best place to raise children. Oh, my God. I, like I'm about um, 25 minutes north of Byron um but I completely agree this area is so magic so isn't it? magic yeah just just slower and easier and lighter it's so light. it's lighter it's really light <laughs> cool oh well there you go god we learned a lot about you guys mm. there you go awesome cool all right and um so your journey with motherhood thus far yes so it's been a five or so year journey thus far it has um was can I ask like was Mia planned a surprise or they all have different um outcomes starting points yes basically Mia was a surprise 
and it was a nice surprise. Yeah. I found out one day I was eating garlic bread, like dirty, dirty garlic bread with my girlfriend and I was like, oh, I just, I can't remember when I had my period and that's weird because usually it's like yeah, clockwork yeah, yeah. and I was on the pill. Yeah. You were and on the pill. Yeah, I was on the pill. But I. Can we turn our phones on silent? Oh, thanks. Well, oh, sorry, it's my trainer. She's probably making sure I'm not eating croissant. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Um, what did I just say? Um, she was surprised you were eating garlic bread. I was eating garlic bread. You couldn't remember when you'd had your period. Didn't know when my period was. And my girlfriend said, why don't you go and have a, um, a pregnancy test just to check? And I did. And it came up positive and my heart dropped to the floor. But at the same time, I got this rush of happiness and yeah. I knew that it was immediately yeah. a, a great, yeah. you know, a great thing to yeah. happen. Um, the reason I fell pregnant on the pill mm. is because I had my appendix out a month beforehand and I was on strong antibiotics. Mm. And you know when you go on antibiotics, they always tell you at the doctor's, mm, mm. just be careful, yeah, like it's the pill nuns, won't work, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. I was at the hospital and they just never, ever said it. Yeah, but they also thought you just got your appendix out, you're probably not feeling horny for a while. Well, I, I wasn't until I was, I guess, and yeah. it just happened. Yeah. So... I mean, good on you, strong constitution, but mate, you have no they idea. They probably <laughs> you have no idea. Try and stop her, not even I hope my dad's not can. listening. Um, yeah, so I think he knows you've had sex now. Oh shit! How embarrassing. <laughs> um, yeah, so then we, uh, Mia was eight months old, and I said, "Oh, what a perfect time to have another baby because they're going to be so close. They can have a friend. It'll be fabulous." We literally had, sorry, Dad, if you're listening, sex one time, fell pregnant. So I assumed that she must have been a whoopsie daisy. Yeah, no, she was. You're she just was a planned crazy. one. Yeah. No, but I do actually remember at that eight month stage. Get your period back. Yeah, you get your period back. They're um, sleeping through the night. They, they're, they're sleeping through Hopefully. the night. They're crawling, so you're like, oh, they're mobile. I've got this like all under control, yeah. but they're not really mobile. Yeah. Yeah, they're not yet walking. Billy was. I yeah. I did go through. I think a month or so there, where there was a just a false sense of security, <laughs> <laughs> where I went, oh yeah, like now would be a great time to start trying again. And, and what then, happened? Um. Oh, I that don't was know. A big pause. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't really know, but I. The time no. wasn't right. No, I. Yeah, like no, I think I. Looked at myself and was like, "No, she's still a baby." You, you found me on Instagram, went, oh and was my like, "Oh my god, god, I could end up like this chick." <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I don't even like. I mean, my kidlets are going to be quite close together. What like, are they? Poppy's eighteen months now; she'll be twenty-three months when this one's due. Yeah, so I mean, a That's pretty a nice, standard, yeah. nice one. Um, and to be honest, she's she's at the stage currently. Oh my gosh. 18 months, I don't, I'd pro, people probably say this at every stage, but it's been my favourite stage so far. Mm-hmm. No, I loved the newborn stage, but then since that, this I has been my favourite. Because she's starting to, like, understand things and. and Become a little personality. Yeah, yeah. and, like, a, as much as she doesn't necessarily follow the direction you give her, you know she's understanding the direction. And so I kind of, 
Like I know that when I have this next baby, it's going to be chaos, but I keep saying like I need to see it as a beautiful chaos mm. and and at least I know that like from this point she just exponentially starts to understand yeah. things. So I can, I, I, like I do feel like she's less of a baby now, yeah. whereas like that eight-month stage, they're still a baby. Totally. They're, well, she wasn't even walking. Yeah, I mean she, look at Yumi now. Yumi's six oh, months. Can you imagine going again I in actually, two months? I, I just don't know. I don't know why and how no well good on you, you oh totally it. i'm a legend i, I yeah. like i commend myself but yeah. i can't tell you how hard it was yeah. that and was so when you had billy mia was 16 months yeah so yeah she was 16 months and i remember giving birth to billy in the hospital my mum bringing her up and she literally just walked straight up to me and obviously just started walking so like waddling up yeah, to me yeah, yeah. rips up my shirt looks at my stomach and go where is it <sighs> then turns sees billy in the cot or whatever that thing is plastic thing and and then just was so unfazed by her and then walked back out so like good or bad way bad just like meh yeah meh. anyway then after that we brought her home she put all her Cabbage Patch dolls on her head. There's a photo. It's hilarious. <laughs> and I was in the kitchen for 30 seconds, turn around. She's covered. You could yeah. just see her nose. She just covered her, piled her with dolls yeah, just yeah, to yeah. show her. She knew it was safe. Keep the nose out. Yeah, keep the nose yeah. out. Everything else can be yeah. covered. So, yeah, um, that was that was all good. There's so many funny times that I remember, but that was really, really fast because I was just trying to keep up with both yeah. of them. And I was trying to um, honestly do the like, best. Did you I just could. breastfeed standing up? I breastfed any way possible, yeah. and she was a nightmare child. I love her to Billy. death. Billy, oh, best personality ever. Yeah, Billy reminds me of you. Yeah, she's in, she's incredible, <laughs> <laughs> and she, so humble. Yeah, but um, she she just is. She screamed, blue murder. She never slept. She was hard work. I called my mum at one stage and said, get on a plane and help me. I can't do this. Yeah. It's just brutal. Yeah. And she, I think, spent, I watched her, she bought five different dummies and just tried, kept persisting because, um, you know, when you have, you know, when you have your baby, you sort of don't want to force things. You're like, oh, mm. no, no, no. Mm-mm. Anyway, so she, she gave one a go, finally stuck. That helped a little bit. But I swear she had reflux or something. Yeah, that I looked back she was on it. just like not. Well, now I've got you. Unsettled. I've had three. I can totally see the difference between all that yeah. was just yeah, a yeah, total. And then so you had a break, and then Yumi's. Six well, I was scarred old. for life for four and <laughs> well, a half. Clearly years. not live. Well, four Psycho and a half years I was back. scarred. Yeah. And Did you always know that you weren't done though? Um. Well, God, when I was. Going oh, when you were in the thick of it, okay, yeah. I was done. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, once you kind of came out of the – Are this... you out of the fog? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Who are you? Why I, in my house? My husband said, look, we're in the middle of, you know, selling the house and buying another one. It's probably not the best time. And I said, I know, babe, but honestly, I think we'll be fine. Mm. I just – I really – we need to have another one. Mm. And we went back and forth. I had some like little tantrums, which was very rare, but I did. I was like, please give me a baby. Yeah. 
I don't have enough. <laughs> give me your spam. Yeah, give me it. And he finally, actually, I'm not sure if he even agreed to it. <laughs> <laughs> he just did it. And he, it took three months. Mm-hmm. So I think because I was focusing on trying to get pregnant, that I love that to you three months is a long time. How long you did it take you? You fertile thing. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Like I know, ours, a lot of ours people. never took that long. Like because we, the first time we got pregnant, mm. um, we got pregnant the first month of trying um, and we unfortunately actually had a miscarriage. And um, How many uh, weeks? I was about eight weeks. I went for my dating scan and the baby was small and didn't have yeah. a heartbeat. So it was like only the size of about a six-week-old, um, but I was like eight weeks by date. Um, and I remember before that, like I felt fine. Um, so pregnant first month, felt fine. I was like, I am born to do this. Like I'm the most <laughs> fertile <laughs> pregnant goddess in the world um and then that happened and I was shattered because I I, I, have you ever had a no I haven't it's one of those things that it 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 seems silly because you've never met the child you've only had a few weeks of even knowing you're pregnant but I think especially because it was with my first but I'm not downplaying it with any time in your parenting journey that it happens but it from one day I was a mother and then because the minute you're pregnant as a woman, you are, you, you're a mother. Yeah. You, that's how you then identify with yourself. Yeah. Um, and then that was just ripped out from under me and I was just like, oh, I'm not a mum anymore. And anytime anyone would be like, oh, our wedding's on this date, I'd be like, oh, I should have been, oh, you know, yeah. 28 weeks pregnant then. And so that was really hard. Anyway, I'm to- so off tra- topic. But, um, but then – but then I expected to then get back to business and, you know, get pregnant straight away because everyone thought it was really reassuring to be like, oh, well, at least you got pregnant so quickly mm. as though it didn't well, matter that, that it had happened. It? Yeah. But it took us about six months and okay. then we got pregnant with Poppy. So never a long time. But I guess because the first time it happened so yeah. quickly, then every month that went by, six months felt like a long time. I think it's like each to your own because yeah. with Mia and then Billy, well, the first time was, you know, a lovely surprise and the second was, you know, it happened. Mm. And then the third time, even though it was three months. Yeah, totally. For me, yeah. I was absolutely that's heartbroken. Still, that's still three because periods. Because I was like, hang on a minute. That's still three periods that and waiting, devastate you. That's a, yeah. it's like a year. And really, because like when you're trying, there's actually not many days in a month there's not. that, you, you can, know, you're having successful correct. sex yeah. or like worthwhile well, sex. Well, I don't know about you, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know yes, I know about. what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, the month seems long. Yeah. And so my, yeah, my heart goes out to anyone who it takes a long time because, yeah, six months to me felt like Forever. such a long time. And then with this baby now that I'm pregnant with, it was, yeah, it was our first time again trying. Oh. And I stopped breast, breastfeeding about two weeks before because I was like, oh, you know, I just want to be fair on my body, like give it some time. Me time. You know, yeah, some time to itself, mm. like nourish it back up before <laughs> I get pregnant. But we may as well just start trying in the meantime. Yeah, Nick, poor yeah. body got two weeks to itself. So oh, God. that's okay. It is okay. It's okay. But and moral it- of the story then 
with my two subsequent um, pregnancies, I've been sick as a dog and not enjoyed much of it. So I'm not the pregnancy goddess that I thought I was at the start. So. Sorry, I'm just filling up. That's her water, not little, her like weeing, I'm not weeing. weeing on the microphone. <laughs> I'm a bit parched listening to Soap Talk. Oh. Um, all right, I totally hijacked you. That's okay. Um, what stages of, you know, you're a bit further along in the parenting journey. You've got a child. Mia goes to school. Kindy. Yep. Kindy. Is that up here? Is yeah, that like that's at a school? So Kindy in Melbourne, um, Kindy is prep. Yeah. Yeah. And then here you've got preschool mm. and then their prep is Kindy. So, so Kindy is at a school. So kindy, she'll stay at that school that's right. next year. Kindy yeah, yeah. is okay, at school. Cool. Okay. Just to clear that up, because that's different all yeah, around Australia. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like you know, you've got the school stage now, and the yeah. So like, what 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 parts of parenthood so far have you found the hardest and the most rewarding? Um. Well, the hardest was uh, the pregnancy for all of them because yeah. I had hyperemesis as yeah. well, and that was with all of them. Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know what hyperemesis is it's basically um non-stop vomiting for you know a, a certain duration of pregnancy it can last nine months until you give birth and those hormones change or it might ease which it did with Yumi at 15 weeks so I never ever liked being pregnant and I always had headaches I always felt grumpy I was always tired um and sore. So that in itself mm. is one of the hardest times mm. about being a parent, mm. becoming a parent. Mm. And what was the other question? Um, and then like the most rewarding part. Most rewarding that you found. Or like is, stages or I think when you see with Mia, when you see her achieving and becoming her own self, mm. her own personality mm. is the most uplifting thing mm. for me. You know, she'll come home from school and she's got five awards in the bottom of mm. her bag and I'll go, Mia, what what are these? And she'll go, mm. oh, I got these the other day and I'll read them and they'll be for, you know, great attention or mm. doing well at school mm. or, you, it, you know, goes off. Mm. But she's quite humble. She's nothing like yeah. me. Um, she <laughs> Listen to you. The best part of parenthood is when my child wins awards. <laughs> Do you know my husband? She had a running race and she actually did come I know. First. I saw it. You posted it on Instagram. <laughs> and he said, well, what did he say? He said, <laughs> before she actually raced, he said, "You, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you come as long. No. Wow, this is so inspirational. Oh. We've been having this discussion that Jade loves quotes and she wants to in incorporate inspirational quotes into each episode and I'm like Shut me such down. a cynic and I'm not like a quote person. They, like I never read them and think, oh, yeah, my like my life's changed. So here's Jade trying to Okay, be don't go into my Pinterest account. <laughs> don't go there, all right, because it's full. I'll just be full of eye rolls. Yeah, so like, oh. okay, I'm um, Okay, so, yeah, your child excelling basically so we, we the main things mm. that I love are the milestone moments mm -hmm. because as <laughs> yeah because as much as they are horrendous when they're a baby you know they have the screaming they're out of control you know I actually don't know with Yumi because she's quite quite good but 
with all that, you get this end of the rainbow surprise where, you know, I pick her up and she's touching my face or she can put her spoon in her mouth Mm. or Mm. they can say Mm. mum or dad. Mm. All those big moments Mm. make everything. Oh, Watching them learn new things I mean, is like, I think that's why I'm loving this stage at the moment with Poppy so much is because like, especially like learning things to do with the language, I find so interesting, oh, yeah. even more so than like the motor skills yeah. or, you know, the, physically being able to do things like, you know, the first time they walk is like awesome, but yeah, her copying words yeah. or like, you know, she can point to her nose and say nose now. It just kills me. And it's one of those things that if I ever heard a uh, like pre-children if I ever heard a mother being like oh my god like my child now knows how to say ears I would be like yeah there'd be an eye roll good on you like that's fabulous but now I get it it's just like you're so proud of them okay this will be the last one just because I think it's really interesting because you have three girls yes and I feel like I would like to delve into this further with um other people maybe even with older children but like because I feel like there's so much information and support surrounded like for mothers in that kind of preschool age, like five and under age. But like how do you feel about, you know, you're going to have three teenage girls one day. Like how I, do you and even more Harry I know. <laughs> feel about that? I just think about the day where our periods are all in sync mm. and he's here. Mm. What the, he no, the day before you all <laughs> Yeah, the day before. <laughs> He, I have spoken to him about this and he said, that's fine, I'm going camping those th- those three or four <laughs> Once days. Once a month. <laughs> yeah, he said he's happy to do that, he's out of here. So, yeah, good luck to him. But it will be very interesting and I was a very good teenager. Mm. I actually didn't stuff up or do anything cheeky. I had a boyfriend and I think I snuck out a few times. That mm. was probably the worst thing mm. I did. Mm. Um, but besides that, I... I am a bit nervous about what we're going to expect from all different personalities Mm. that we have in the house. Mm. And I just hope that we do a good job leading up to their teenage years in making sure, yeah, yeah. making sure that they understand honesty, um, being, being truthful and not wanting to go out ever. (laughs) Never leaving the home. Never leaving the house. Because <laughs> that's the way we parent. That's right. Stay home. No, that's good. No, I think it's really interesting. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, yeah, we would like to later on in the season kind of touch on more, you know, like how to speak to kids about sex and yeah. that kind of thing because I think it's such a, yeah, like a kind of gap that you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, just you go have those conversations with your kids things that you're probably not even happy to talk to your friends it's funny you said that because um Mia came home last week and she said mum I know what sexes is and Mm. I said yeah what is it and she said it's when you go into the bathroom and you make a baby I know and I said why how do you know and she said because my friend I won't say her name um she has a phone and she googled it oh I don't know what she googled but I can only imagine what came up. Yes, in the bathroom. Anyway. Because that's the thing, you want to tell them before they start chatting to their friends about it because yeah. there is such random. Yeah. Content. Yeah. 
And I think parents need to be mindful of um, their phones because they're smart now. They oh they God. can write things in. Yeah. We have a book called um, Go the Fuck to Sleep. Mm. And Mia yesterday, she can read now. She picks this book up out of all her books and she goes, Mum, this has got a swear word in it. And I'm like, oh, it's it's kind of like an adult's book um, about, you know, getting yeah. you guys to sleep. And she's like, Who's the, who wrote this? <laughs> we need to seriously, we need to message him and tell him that he's not allowed to say the F word. Oh, at least she knows she's not allowed to say it. Well, she did say fuck. Yeah. <laughs> she said, so this says fuck. And I'm like, okay, you can say it and now because you've don't read say it. it. Now let's yes. get rid of that book because yes. you can read. We switched to Dr. Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we're just kind of finding our feet with this and wish us luck <laughs> putting a jingle at the start and we're, we're highly professional around here. We are. So. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Bump. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. If you didn't, good on you. You can also follow us on Instagram at beyondthebump.podcast to stay up to date on behind the scenes and future episodes. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.